Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about one method he uses to estimate his price target for Bitcoin, Bitcoin as the gold of digital finance, and the historic gold to currency ratio used by central banks and banks in the United States. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. How's it going? It's time for another episode of the Ask Philip podcast. And today we are going to talk about how to calculate the intrinsic value of Bitcoin, or better, better said, how I calculate the uh, intrinsic uh, future value of Bitcoin, or said a better way, because it may not be the intrinsic value might be the wrong word. But it's uh, how do I get an idea of my Bitcoin price target? That's a way better way of saying it. So here's 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 how we do it. So you let's let's kind of get the background. I think anybody who's listened to the podcast for a while understands the setup for why cryptocurrencies are getting bigger because the current financial system is dying because of way too much money printing. And there's being a new financial system being built uh, in parallel to the current one. And so that is that's that's what's going on. Uh, Bitcoin is I don't think it's a debate between anybody in the crypto space uh, of whether it is the gold of the of the crypto space. With give background on that, you know, gold used to be the base currency for the financial system. Uh, and there was a certain amount of. Uh, um, gold that people were comfortable holding on average uh, in the banks and they would allow the banks and the financial system to lend a certain amount um, you know above the gold in in storage you know tip, typically from my research at least in the US that 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 number was you know a- around 40% and it fluctuated dependent on the trust in the institutions uh, and the and the country uh, quite a bit, but what consistently happened over and over again is when the when the system got way too over indebted. Because whenever you issue currency on top of gold, for example, let's say let's say you have you know um, you know you have you know forty million of gold in the bank, and the system said, "Hey, we'll allow you to lend, to create another sixty million of money uh, on top of that forty million of gold, and we won't really worry." So that was a forty percent gold to money creation ratio for the system right which again that was that was around the average and you know they would be able to create you know less or more of that based on people's trust in the system but what consistently happened was uh humans we always create too much money which is way too much debt because money is basically debt paper money is and the system would blow up and people would take their gold and go to a different system and it kind of started all the way back over so over and over again historically you've gone from a gold standard to, to a you know off the gold standard to a different completely financial system over and over again over uh, over history and so with this new uh, financial system being built like you're just gonna have human beings we just we just do the same thing uh, over and over and over again uh, 
And so the, the question becomes, if Bitcoin is gold as a digital system, you know, how do you figure out what, you know, how do you create a price target for where you expect Bitcoin to be, let's say maybe uh, 10 years from now? And so there's a, there's a really cool uh, chart that you can look at. Just Google, uh, let me see if I can find it, coinmarketcap.com slash chart. And it shows you the total cryptocurrency market cap. It'll also show you the market cap of the, the major coins and what percentage of the total market cap uh, they have. And so I, I like to start there. And when you look at it, it's, it's interesting that Bitcoin, you know, on average is, is, is something like 40% of the crypto market cap on average, right? That's when you look at all the new cryptos being uh, introduced. Bitcoin was a, around by itself for, for a while, uh, but it, it's, it's about 40%, which is similar to what I had researched for you know, the, the, the average or the comfortable number in the, in the U S uh, all things, you know, being, being equal and it fluctuates, uh, around that, uh, around the area, depending on like risk tolerance and everything going on, very similar to the financial system, super interesting. Uh, and, and, um, and so you, you start there and then you say, okay, let's now look at what the total crypto industry is. What rate is the industry growing at? or what rate is looking to replace traditional finance? Well, the crypto industry, according to the chart uh, on this coinmarketcap.com, has been growing at something like 180% plus a year. I think it's like 188% uh, a year, uh, roughly. And so, you know, I like to be conservative. So I say, mm, assume, it on, assume the total market cap, right, or the total industry only grows at 50% for the next decade, right? It slows down quite a bit, right? Something like at only 25-ish percent of the rate that it's grown by, you know, over the last almost decade. So what, what, without, you know, boring you with the math, you know, that, that put Bitcoin, that put Bitcoin, that, well, that puts the whole industry at a roughly 140% or, or $140 trillion. Today, the industry is about 2.5 trillion. 2.5 trillion growing at 50% a year, they get you to 142, 142 trillion 10 years from now. And so then you say, all right, if, if Bitcoin is roughly 40% of that on average, right, 10 years from now. So if it's 50, that, that puts Bitcoin at 57 trillion of the 142 trillion, right? What that translates into price is that is a price of Bitcoin at roughly 3 million per coin. Now, I know this is a lot of math, but rewind it, start back over because it is relatively simple. You look at gold in a traditional system was roughly 40% of the money, you know, um, of the money creation where it was relatively comfortable. Bitcoin just so happens to be, you know, roughly in this period of time, the same, you know, percentage on average for a healthy system. And, th and then, and so the whole market has been growing at something like 188% over the last seven years. So you, strap, you, you you chop that number in half, say, okay, assume it only grows at a quarter of that over the next decade, that's 50% a year. That takes the industry from 2.5 trillion, roughly to 57 trillion, or I'm sorry, to 142 trillion in 10 years. And if Bitcoin's about 40% of that, that's 57 trillion for Bitcoin. And that gets you to about 3 million uh, per coin in the future. And that is... That is a nice price target. So a big reason, and, and when you look at the chart, you'll see 
different cryptos go in and out of the different you know percentages of the of the market cap um, along with bitcoin um, you look at new coins being created you know in those newer coins you know do drive a higher return the newer they are because they're growing a whole lot faster they're carrying the industry a big reason why i'm so bullish on bitcoin at the moment is for me it's just it's just easier to handicap bitcoin like big if you know bitcoin's been around for thousands of years um other currencies um die over time um and economies die over time and it, so it's tough for me to handicap which of these currencies will be alive which ones won't bitcoin and, and, and again most people um uh, will agree has a has a more secure foundation um, hasn't had major rule changes, more consistent, more scarcity built into it. And so, you know, my deal is until I can handicap other uh, other cryptos, the bet that I'm making is let's just let's just bet on Bitcoin conservatively and then just keep watching, keep paying attention, watch NFTs, watch D5. When something becomes a clear staple winner or uh, it's easier to, to, to handicap then do it and or there are funds you can buy that are just diversified like like um mentioned on the previous podcast gdlc which is a fund that that, that we own in the strategy it's a large cap market weighted uh you know trust by grayscale that you can buy that will uh, give you a diversified portfolio of large cryptocurrencies so you can participate in the upside of those over time it's kind of like um just saying hey i don't know so i'm gonna you know participate in uh, in the market uh, growing and let the market dictate how much of the money goes into each each crypto because that that tr- that fund is a market cap weighted uh, fund and google that because i don't want to spend this episode explaining that but investopedia is a great source to figure out what a market cap weighted fund is i hope this helps somebody uh, until tomorrow enjoy your day If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.